Welcome to Pardon the Intermission, a podcast that takes a look at movies, TV, and all things entertainment from the past, the present, and the future. Remember to subscribe and like the podcast and give a review. This helps out the podcast and is greatly appreciated. Now on to the show. Hey guys, yes. Welcome to Pardon the Intermission, everyone. Welcome, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Glad to have you back with us. I am Eric. And I'm Jason. Did we say that last time? I can't remember on the last episode. We, we did, inter- but we said it reverse. Did oh, we no, introdu- no, introduce we didn't. ourselves? We no, didn't we introduce didn't. ourselves, right? We didn't. We totally <laughs> forgot. Oh, my well, God. How can well, we, we forget hope, that? Yeah, we, we hope from the last episode, uh, you guys are listening from this episode. So I am Eric, and that is Jason. <laughs> yeah, and just by the way, everyone, we've been on hiatus for a little bit, so we're suffering from a little bit of uh, non-podcast fatigue, so I apologize. Our bad. <laughs> Our bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But hey, but we are, but we're ready. We're here. We're yep. ready to go. We're ready to talk some news today. Are you ready for some news? We have not talked news in a while. I'm a news junkie on both sides. Let's get into it. Man. All right, let's do it. Yeah. Hey, um, Disney news. I hear. Oh boy. Uh, I hear Disney actually have uh, upset some uh, vloggers and video <sighs> creators. Actually. Uh, <laughs> There was a story in uh, yeah, uh, Inside. Yeah. Uh, this is from this is from InsideTheMagic.net, okay. and the uh, title of it says Disney bans select kinds of filming in parks. Vlogging may be affected. Dun dun dun. What do you think about that? I hate I hate that because yeah. Eric, you are an active vlogger. Yes. When we take Disneyland trips, our families together. And well, you too. You were, you were yeah. doing you were doing some some live streaming when we I, were in the park. I would do live streaming on my Instagram account. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, in a way, I would vlog. You're right. I'm a vlogger as well. Sorry, but yeah. I mean, it's you know what? It's just kind of like is Disney just preemptively trying to sap all of the fun out of the <laughs> happiest place on earth? Okay, I understand getting rid of selfie sticks. That was a given. They had to go. Yeah. I got it. But seriously, vlogging. Getting rid of vlogging? Well, well, let's let's look into the story a little bit here. Yeah, so, yeah, let's delve into this here. Okay, so I guess what yeah. happens is that uh, th- this is, right now is only affecting Disney Tokyo. So this is only in Disney Tokyo, and so what they're doing is that they're uh, they're putting the kibosh on some uh, live streams. Uh, and types of filming. I guess what's happening yeah. is that a lot, a lot of guests are, are uh, they've had some issues. Even I've heard in Disneyland in Anaheim, they've had some issues with vloggers where people didn't want to be filmed, and there's been you know some confrontations, and there's been things going on. So I guess it's okay. happen, happening a little bit in Tokyo hmm. also. Okay. okay. And in Tokyo, they don't mess around. You know. So yeah. what's happening right, is that right. you know guests are being recorded by by I mean guests are being upset by being recorded. Yeah. Um, and you know, and they find hey, this, this footage could be put up. They don't know that they're being filmed, okay. which is kind of interesting. Cause you know, it, it, as you're a media guy and yeah, let yeah. me ask you this now in, yeah. in the media, right? I mean, yeah. Hey, you can do this B roll where like, mm-hmm. basically, you know, you see it on, on your local news all the time. You're yeah. filming shots and you got cars coming through mm-hmm. and people walking the sidewalk or walk it. They're doing a story about a film that's premiering. They're showing everybody walking around in the film. There, yeah. There's just in, in life, there's just a certain, you know, we just have to expect that we may just show up yeah. on somebody's, you know. Yeah camera by chance and it couldn't and we're not even talking vlogging here we're, yeah. i'm talking just like you know local news or right. national news or who knows right yeah and you know you bring up a good point about the b-roll because media companies and news networks in, in particular when they're out shooting that b-roll footage if you notice 98.8 percent of the time when they uh get footage of actual people they will shoot them from the waist down they do that to avoid any type of unnecessary uh 
complaints, mm. stuff like that. And then the, when they also shoot B-roll and they get people in the footage, Eric, they'll also shoot them from behind or from the side. Okay. Knowing that a lot of people are very, very, very timid about being seen on video. So B-roll footage will very rarely have a full frontal shot of somebody. And if they do, they will blur it out. They, Interesting. They, they will blur out the image just because of those privacy concerns that exist out there. Even if you're in an area where there's no expectation of privacy, like Disneyland, uh, <laughs> they they will still uh, do what they can to show just proper respect. So you'll always see a lot of people being shot either from the neck down or from the waist down. Okay, that's very interesting. Yeah. Um, so I guess uh, going back here uh, real quick. So the yeah. the uh, in Tokyo Disney, what they're saying is that uh, they're they're banning uh, any commercial shooting, any type of commercial sh- sh- shooting. Sh- okay. Sh- 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 shooting. Sh- sh- shooting. You're I don't know. Like yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why that came out like that. Anyway, uh, so they're banning it, and and uh, and the use of auxiliary equipment, which would it says ex- uh, excluding hand size grip attachments. So I don't know if that means. Now, when I when I I do yes, like uh, Jason said earlier, I do yeah. I did did some blogging and stuff, and and I do still do it, and I use a, a, a small thank you, and I You're use welcome. a small handheld gimbal because it's kind of cool. You can put your phone on there, right, and right. use one of these gimbals, and and it's not a selfie stick; it doesn't extend, nope, nope. but it just keeps the shot smooth. It looks good, you know. You yeah. don't get that walking, that jittery footage because that to me that's so annoying. I hate. Yeah, that. you're not you you don't get seasick watching your videos exactly. So yeah, I, I don't yeah. know if they're saying excluding. <laughs> Hand size grip attachments. That's very loose, right? That's that's a very loose explanation. So I don't know what that means. If that means that yes, you can still use a gimbal or you can, I'm not sure. Hmm. But anyway, saying so basically any commercial type of shooting uh and, and shooting auxiliary equipment, which I guess maybe is tripods. I know Disneyland uh in Anaheim they used to allow tripods. I don't know if they still do or not. Because mm-hmm. okay. it would be different from a selfie stick because you can't really use a tripod on a ride. You know, the right. idea with a selfie right. stick and why they banned those was because what people were doing is they were, you know, when they would get in a ride, they were using these selfie sticks where they were trying to lean over and they would extend the selfie stick way out and try to get the shot, you know, of them and maybe the background of the Pirates of the Caribbean or something. And then they would mm-hmm. drop it and then they would have to stop the ride. It had, you know, and, and Disney would have to go through all that nonsense. You know, the park would to stop it, get people off, you know, da, da, da. So that's yeah, why they banned yeah. those selfies. Plus those things were hitting parts of the ride. They were, you know, causing damage and there was a lot of issues with those. Um, as yeah. far as the tripod, you know, they used to allow those because you couldn't really take that on a ride and, you know, you could get a nice, nice, you know, steady shot with that. But mm-hmm. I'm not sure if they even, even allow those anymore. Hmm. Um, but anyway, so, and, and they want to, and they want to also, uh, which is kind of hard. How would you say, you know, if I'm walking around and I, and I know, listen, it can be kind of annoying, you know, and when I go and I'll, I'll say this for myself, when I go and I'm shooting and I think you did that too, when I saw you yeah. doing it in the park, you know, you're very, um, conscious of people around you yeah i wouldn't just be like walking i mean you know walking in front of people talking real loud look at me world look at me i'm filming you know a lot of the stuff i do is i'll just shoot it and then i'll come back and i'll do voiceover anyway you know i don't do a lot of you know talking on it yeah Um, i do some but so I'm, i'm very conscious of that and just what you're saying when i'm shooting when i'm shooting out and i'm shooting at things i try not to get 
people. I'll even purposely try to avoid, like you'll see a shot where all of a sudden I'm shooting in the air and then I come back down because, you know, you'll see people, you don't want to necessarily get right in their face with, with a, a camera, yeah. right? Yeah. So, I mean, you try to be discreet in a place where being discreet is probably the most difficult thing to do on earth. Yeah. You know, Disneyland has millions of visitors on a daily basis. And so, yeah, when you're standing in line for an attraction or for food or whatever, and you're vlogging, yeah, it's pretty hard to, to, to take other people's privacy into account when they're constantly walking and turning and laughing and giggling and yelling at each other for cutting in line and all this other stuff. Which I haven't, you know, when we were at Disneyland and, and I didn't see, I mean, I saw some people, you know, I don't know what they were shooting, if they were shooting for a channel, if they were just shooting for themselves, yeah. but I, I didn't really see the vlog, like the typical, what you would think of a vlogger. I didn't really right. see that there, you know, I mean, yeah. uh, but then again, you know, maybe it's just because of I just the day we hit, you know, there were just they just weren't there that day. I don't there, know. But there's also a lot of people I've seen with just they just take out their regular cell phones, turn on their cameras, switch it to the video function, and they're just taking video with their regular cell phones. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so I don't know. You know, here here's the thing too. I got to say about that. Um, so I can see on one hand why it would be kind of annoying for people to enjoy the parks. Maybe you're worried about being on film. If you get one of these, you know, overzealous vloggers that yeah, are like yeah. you're like what you just talked about, they're yeah. you know cutting and they're doing things in line or this and that, or talking real loud, and they take away from the experience. I understand all that. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, though, I will say, you know, when we were shut down for two years, uh, you know, with the pandemic and all that. Um, we actually were going to go right before the two weeks, right before uh-huh. we were going to go on a Disney trip, yep. you know, that we had planned Yep. and everything shut down. We didn't get to go. <clears throat> and right. that was one of the fun things that we got to do uh, with our daughter yeah. at the time was watch at the time older videos because nobody was shooting them because there was clothes, but watch the <clears throat> older videos of Disney content yeah, and what... theme park content, you yeah. know, and, and, and like get excited about the time that we do get to go. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so that was one of the things that really inspired me and, and that, that I kind of wanted to do that too, because of the way I was inspired when I watched it. Yeah, and then when we, right. when we went on our you know family trip here yeah. a while back and it was kind of like, well, Hey, you know, I, I kind of want, want to uh, do that also, you know, to give people, just that just just to be able to, to see what that ride looks like or mm-hmm. to see what which is one thing I think they're cutting out mm-hmm. is is at Tokyo is you can't film on the rides anymore but um, to be <laughs> to be able to see the rider to be able just to enjoy you know the, the park and a lot of people can't especially in, still in this day and age and with the economy can't go to the parks mm-hmm. and so they get to enjoy the parks through you know some of these vlogging channels for what people like you do yeah yeah so mm-hmm. I mean I, I I think that that if they do completely cut this content out I think it's really going to hurt overall I think it's going to hurt them you know Disney in general really yeah it's cause it's it's going to sap sap the excitement out in a ways because my family did the same thing yours did we would watch countless YouTube videos of people taking their their own personal videos while they were on Space Mountain or while they were on Big Thunder Railroad or while they were waiting in line for It's a Small World, which is the ghastliest attraction in the history of Disneyland. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, but again, I can, I'm not, now that I think about it more, I'm not quite as harsh in my criticism about that policy in Disney Tokyo because I do understand, like you mentioned, Eric, I'm a media guy. I worked in the media, educated uh, as media, I can understand privacy being tantamount to anything else in this day and age for a lot of people because not just because of misperceptions of the media, but just because in general, people don't want to be 
in the media or on camera. Also, there's the social media factor that you have to put into account as well, where a lot of people are putting video content on platforms like Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok. Mm. And those are uh, those platforms don't exactly have uh, stellar reviews for being fair and balanced and for being uh, objective. So um, I can understand people's concerns, and I respect that because I have my concerns too, but also at the same time, if you're going to be at a place like Disneyland or Disney Tokyo or Disney World or wherever you're going to go, you also have to kind of understand that when you're walking in there, again, there's no expectation of privacy. And it's not just mm. the vloggers. Eric, I've been to Disneyland on occasion where the mainstream media has been in there shooting B-roll and footage for news events or for when Disney starts shooting for their uh, footage for their holiday specials beginning in August. Oh, okay. And so I've been there when they're, when TV news crews are hauling in cameras that weigh 50 or 60 pounds and they're taking b-roll footage of people it doesn't seem to bother that them yeah when yeah. they've been on when they've been on camera uh for the news uh agencies so you know again i understand the criticism uh i don't agree with it to an extent but i respect people wanting to have privacy because at some point we all want to have privacy but when you go to a place like disneyland or disney tokyo you got to understand you're walking into a place where there's just no expectation of privacy and it shouldn't get to the point where we have to sign disclaimers saying, do you feel comfortable being on camera either via by vlog or by news footage? I, and I hope it doesn't come to that. I know I'm over exaggerating, but, well, no, but that, you know. that's why I was kind of asking in the beginning too. Like I yeah. said, cause you are a media guy, because I yeah. think, I mean, you know, obviously if you were to shoot someone, uh, you know, and they're like, you know, if you're shooting someone and you're like <clears throat> talking to them, you yeah. know, yeah. and, and shooting, you have to have their permission <laughs> to post that by and if, large. If, yes. if you, if you are, uh, uh, you know, well, most times like that's why you'll see, right. When they come up to somebody, Hey, can I ask you a question? Do you mind being on camera? Yep. You know, and they'll, yep. they'll say, Oh no, I don't mind at all. Then. Yeah. Okay. You know, that's kind of a given of permission, right? Yep. But if you're shooting, you know, stuff and, you know, people are just walking by, there's really no way that even, you know, that you can edit everybody out of that or blur all their faces. And, 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 you know, and that's the thing, you're not really trying to get them. They just happen to be there at that moment in time. So, and also Disney has their own multimedia crews as well. They go and they shoot their own B-roll footage to make marketing Mm. content out of that. You know those commercials you see on TV that advertise, come to Disneyland, enjoy the two-day park hopper pass, and you see footage of uh, children smiling happily at their parents. Where do you think they got all that B-roll footage? Yeah, They have their own multimedia crews go around their parks, their theme parks, shoot their own B-roll footage to make their own marketing content. Mm. That is distributed on a global scale. In mass media, that's it, mass media one on one right there. It's, it's probably on the, on the back of your ticket where they say, you know, you, your likeness may be used, and you're giving permission when oh. you when you have this ticket. You mean in the really, 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 really fine the, print the that you can barely print. read? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so it's so small that even Ant Man couldn't read it. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, you know, I I, I see both sides of it. And yeah, I do, I do understand. Yeah. You know, and I I listen. I'm I feel bad. I've I've done it. You know, you've been on a dark ride, and you're and you're filming, and you Damn know, you. I I you well. But you turn <laughs> turn your screen way way down. Yep. You know the the brightness of it. You know. Right, but yeah, right. if, if you're if you've got your screen blazing in a dark ride, you know, and, and yeah. people are, are sitting around you and you're distracted, I do understand that. Yeah. 
I understand both sides of it. I th- at the same time, I hope they don't get rid of it because I do, you know, myself, we do enjoy, we still do enjoy yeah. a lot of Disney content, a lot of content from other theme parks and stuff. Yeah, yeah, And it's yeah. kind of fun going in and it really gives, kind of like the article Inside the Magic made a point of too, that saying that, you know, it kind of gives uh, the guest like a, a prequel of what they're in for and they kind of mm-hmm. can know the layout of, of the park by seeing that people yeah. that haven't been there before. And mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot of positives to it, I, I think, also as well as, as some of these negatives. So. There's pros and cons to everything. Yeah, so yeah. hopefully... I hope they don't completely get rid of it. Unfortunately, some people that I've heard, their opinion is that, well, it's happened in Tokyo. It's going to make its way to the States at some point. Of so course we'll it will. So we'll mm-hmm. see. So, yeah. Some of the parks do. I uh, I don't want to go too much longer on this, but some of the parks do, I think, already ban uh, filming on rides. I think Universal is one of them. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I could kind of see maybe them having some rules. Maybe you can't do the, the rides anymore and that type of thing. And so. if it's for a safety issue, which it usually is, then yes, I understand that. And yeah. That, that's fine. And actually, my family was down at Universal not too long ago, and they do have signs in front of their attractions that say you cannot shoot uh, any type of video footage, either with a camera, a cell phone, or whatever. Mm. So they, yeah, they've tightened, which, which tightened you know, and and, and and in all honesty, it, it that also makes sense. Now I filmed yeah. on the rides, and I kind of and I like filming on the rides, but yeah. it does make sense. And I remember not too long ago when they reopened, I think Disney had uh, on Big Thunder Mountain a guy who lost his phone. He was filming now i'm not saying he was a vlogger but he was just filming he lost it or taking a picture and he lost it fell out of the thing so it was on one of those climbs on big thunder mountain where you got you know it goes real slow the the trains climb how the heck do you lose it on that part of the ride and he jumped out to go get it he jumped out and went to go get it he jumped out of the thing they had to stop the whole ride and they kicked him out you know but idiot well yeah but i mean you know that's the (laughs) thing that's part of it is that you have to really Use Listen, common sense. We have to use common sense. Listen, I've yes. used a gimbal on there, and I've been afraid sometimes of my phone flying off on the ride. I've actually grabbed it, and maybe it wouldn't, but, you know, I mean, you do have to hold your stuff securely. Yes, uh, you do. And you can cause problems for people. So I, I completely see why they would do that. Yeah. But the point was is that, yes, they may make it to the States. There may be some some rules. Hopefully they don't completely get rid of of the vlog prepared (laughs) (laughs) i think a lot of a lot of people are upset too with the live streaming you know the live streaming is just usually guys walking through the park and you're just like walking straight ahead and you're showing everything you know on on a live stream and i think that's that's another big problem i don't i haven't done live streaming like that when you were doing your live streaming it was just you talking to your to my phone to your phone yeah on Instagram, I mean, yeah. I noticed, so it wasn't like you were filming everyone that was around you. So, nope. so you were very respectful. But anyway, so yeah. we'll, we'll move on to the next one. But yeah. anyway, I next hope topic. they don't. Disney, don't do it. Don't. Yeah. yeah hey, no. next one we had here, you brought up a story, uh, which is kind of close to our uh, our hometown here. Uh, Regal is yeah, is yeah. actually, we talked about this in an earlier uh, podcast about Regal was thinking about they're going bank, through bankruptcy and this and that. Mm-hmm. Now they're actually closing theaters, you said. Yes, they are actually closing theaters. I read an article where, okay, so just a, a quick recap. A while back, we mentioned, I mentioned, or we talked about Regal closing some of its theaters across the country. Uh, they were going to be closing some of the theaters that aren't quite as um, profitable as some of the ones in the bigger cities. And mm. one of the reasons why, because of the proliferation of, of uh, digital streaming, direct to streaming, stuff like that. And here in our hometown of Fresno, California, they've already started to close down a couple of theaters. Uh, The first one that I read about was Broadway Fair, which here in Fresno has been around for a very long time. Yeah, yeah. 
fond memories for me in that theater because that's where I went to see Star Wars Episode Four when it was re-released on its, um, let's see, 20th anniversary in 1997. Mm. 20th anniversary of its release. Wow. But yeah, so yeah, Broadway Fair is closing down and not just like parts of it, the whole thing. The whole theater the whole is theater. closing down. And so this is going to be one of 230 Regal Theaters across the nation which are going to be closed down. Now... I guess kind of the the silver lining to this is that not every single Regal Theater is closing down. They filed for Chapter 11 a while back, Chapter 11 Protection. Uh, They are in the process of being purchased by a new owner, but until that can go through, until that can be approved, they have to close theaters so they can save face and get back in the the red of their uh, profitable margin. And so they obviously have to close some of the lower revenue-generating theaters. Uh, now, from what I know and from what I've read, uh, the main entertainment hubs in Fresno, i.e. River Park and uh, the theater in River Park will still remain open. There's also one in a that's being built, actually, in a shopping center called El Paseo, which is going to stay open. But So, yeah, some of the more profitable ones will still be around. But, um, yeah, this is kind of signaling the beginning to an end era because we've talked about this where yeah. theaters are now becoming less and less relevant as more people were forced to stay home because of COVID. The movie studios couldn't get anybody into their theaters during the pandemic because they were shut down. Well, how are you going to get your product out to the public on mass? You get it out through online streaming platforms. Well, now that hasn't changed. And so mm-hmm. now Regal obviously has to find a way to save money, and unfortunately, they have to do that by closing theaters. Yeah, it's it's like, like I was mentioning earlier. It's it's kind of because the theater may become kind of a gimmick, mm-hmm. where it's just like, oh, hey, that's kind of cool. Let's just for once go see it in a theater yeah. instead of watching it at home. Everybody's so used to watching it at home now. I mean, you, a couple of well, a few things here. One, I mean, you've got like you said, we had the closure, yeah. So people got used to staying home. At the same time, I mean, you've got TVs that are now wall size. I mean, it's They're almost like you're living in a theater anyway. Seventy-five, right? eighty-five, ninety-five inch. I mean, think about it. We come from a generation where yep. you would watch a maybe what a twenty-inch TV. Yep. You know, a color if TV. Um, you know, and then you go in to see this thing on the big theater, and it was it was bigger than mm-hmm. life. But now the TVs yep. are so huge, so you're dealing with the uh, advancement of, le- yep. of electronics. Yeah, and you know, just to kind of put it in comparison. I remember uh, going in as. 10 years ago, just 10 years ago, big box office blockbusters. I always used to tell my wife, when we anticipated the Marvel movies coming out, new Star Wars movies coming out, I would always tell my wife, we have to get our tickets days in advance because Mm. they would always cram pack with people wanting to go see them. Yeah. Well, when we went to go see Top Gun Maverick in the theater, it was actually nice not having to go to the theater on a Monday to get a ticket for a Friday evening showing at Mm. 6 o'clock for fear that it was going to sell out. Top Gun Maverick, if that movie came out 10 years ago, guarantee you, bam, 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 would have, it made a lot of money in the theater, but it wasn't like it used to be back in the day when box office expected blockbusters would come out and you would have to get there hours before the uh, price, the uh, the time stamped on your ticket to wait in line to get a reasonable spot well, in the theater. Here's here's for, for people who don't, uh, you know, there may be people that don't even, you know, they don't live in this world. They never even experienced right, this. Right. Now, this is what we had to do. Now, this is way before the internet. You couldn't just go and, and get, nope. you know, Fandango and buy your tickets you online. You actually had to pick up the phone and call to get your showtimes, right? Remember well, that? Well, you'd have to pick yeah. the phone up and then you'd call the number and then you'd get the showtime. Now, you'd have to listen because they would just, they would just say the showtime for each movie. If you missed it, if you like, you know, 
kind of got distracted for a second. Like, oh, wait, what, what time was you that? You were crap out of You'd luck. You'd have to you wait to... again through the, all yep. the movies <laughs> to get back to the yep. movie you wanted and yep. then wait to see if that showtime was, was there. Yeah. Okay, so that was one thing. And the other thing also was like you're saying, then you would usually have a, a buddy, a friend, that would be like, oh, hey, guess what? I'll go down to the theater Hold and I'll buy... Hold your line, right? No, they would... What I'm, I was to say is they'd go buy your tickets, right? Oh, like okay, you're saying, okay, okay, oh, I want... You know, we're going to go out tonight. We're going to yep. go watch that movie at 8.30. Yeah. You know, and then one guy would be like, all right, give me all your money. Everybody give him the money. And the one guy would go down in the morning, yeah. you know, when they would open yeah. and they would buy, you know, everybody's ticket right yeah, but that's right, still but right. the seats weren't and then the seats weren't assigned either so you had to still get there early so that everybody could sit together because otherwise you know if, if they didn't have if everybody else got in before you you know, or you could have people hold seats, but sometimes that would be kind of, you know, people get upset with that, right? Yep. So um, yep. point being is that you would have to also get there still early so that you could get in to get get the seat you wanted. Like everybody would try to get yep. the middle, you know, and you could get seats together. Otherwise, you and all your friends are sitting all over the place or you get the crappy front row seats that nobody wants, yep. right? The, and yeah, and that was the thing too, is that everybody had to sit in the middle or the back of the theater. If you were up yeah. front... I mean, you were the lowest form of movie spec life <laughs> in the theater. You were like, you, literally, you were a loser A101 yeah, if you yeah. sat in the very front of the theater. Very true. Very which true. I had to experience on a couple of occasions. Uh, yeah. But it was worth it going to see Star Wars Episode One at the time. Well, and then and then plus two, we didn't have the stadium seating. And so it was it, right. was, it was a slow elevated, yeah. uh, it was just the, the old theater type seats. Yeah. So if you were sitting in the front, you, your neck was bent all the way back. All, all the way back, you yeah. You had like permanent damage you didn't after have you reclining, watched You didn't movie. have reclining seats and no. futons and freaking robots coming up and bringing you your food. Well, that know? was the thing too. That was the other thing is, you, you know, most times myself, I would try to yeah. get middle very back because same then, here then same nobody here. would be kicking your chair because usually right. those chairs are so close that somebody would kick the back of your chair well, or be messing with you and know. what i would also do is i would always go to the side of the theater towards the back where there were only two seats oh, my buddy interesting because okay. we got sick and tired of being trampled on like cattle by people who were getting up five or six times oh, to go to the bathroom yeah, yeah, yeah. or get food at the concession stands uh, we finally wised up and said you know what if we sit towards the back off to the side we're still getting a good view and there's yeah. only two seats the only people we have to contend with are just you and I. That's right. Uh, yeah, good point. Good point. Yeah. You know, people are listening to this and, and that never had to experience that, the younger generation. They're right. probably thinking, yeah, well, you guys should be glad that theaters are going out of business. But I'll tell you, right. those made some of the best memories, yes, though, at the same did. time. I remember when I went to go see Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. I was so geeked out for this movie, and so was everyone else, that lines started forming to get into the theater a week, the week of leading up to the movie. And oh, yeah, yeah, people, I remember that. Remember when people would like go and camp out, they would pitch tents and they would put like uh, sofa or lawn chairs and they would bring uh, tents with portable batteries and they would plug in their laptop computers and they would plug in their entertainment units and they would just, I mean, it was literally crazy. And I remember at Edwards in Fresno here, when it was Edwards, before it became Regal, the line to get into the Sea Star Wars Episode One wrapped all the way around the theater. Well, I remember they had, uh, speaking of that particular movie, they had, yeah, yeah all the Jedis and, and all the characters were out too, I was walking one around. Of them. Were you? Yeah. I wore my costume now, I, I gotta say, yeah, now that was one of the things too. Yeah, people would, like you're saying, people would camp out, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. A, a couple of days before to see some of these movies. Yeah. Now, I, I was never a camper. I never do that. I'd like, I'll just wait. But I will say that for Phantom Menace, I remember we went, I went with my buddy uh, and um, it was it was him and his wife and mm -hmm. myself and at the yeah. time my girlfriend and my wife. But yeah. um, And then my little sister and his daughter were there. 
And we did a bad thing. I remember we made them go up and into the line because the line was so yeah. long. And we're like, yeah. okay, girls, here's what you do. Nobody's going to kick you out. So just go up and then kind of sneak in. You know, we had bought our tickets, but the, the, to get in, the yeah. line was really long. We knew we weren't going to get seats. Yeah. So we had them go in and they kind of just weaseled their way into place line. So when you get yeah. there, then save our seats. And they did. Oh, I was surprised. Wow. I know. We were terrible. Dude. We were terrible. Well, did you ever theater hop? Uh, yeah. Okay. That, so yeah. 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 I love theater hopping. I yeah. miss theater hopping. What you would do is, is back in the day you would, uh, and this is before too, like they had like a lot of, uh, you know, closed circuit cameras and all this stuff. And right? fancy so, ticket verification. Forms. Yeah. And all yeah, that stuff. Yeah. So w- what you could do is you'd go into a matinee, mm-hmm. buy a matinee, yep. especially if you bought it right at the end of the end of the day, and then it's going to switch over to the night. Yep. And then you could go watch the matinee mm-hmm. and then, uh, and then go primetime, watch <clears throat> the other movie, you know, sneak in after the movie was done. I would always buy a ticket for a crappy movie and then just kind of like wait it like and i always strategically plan it like if i knew a crappy movie was going to come out at 245 but the kick-ass movie was going to come out like around five okay i had a little bit of little bit of leeway there to just kind of do 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 you know walk around the lobby do 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 and then after they were done cleaning the theater you know i would sit down and i'd be like do 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 okay they're gone okay let's go go now now yeah 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 didn't check a ticket stub. No, miss no. theater hopping. I love yeah. it. <laughs> Usually, yeah, they would do it. Sometimes they would do it like with with a, a real hot premiere that would come out because they wanted to make that, sure. Yeah, like but, the Star Wars films. Yeah, yeah, something yeah. like something like that. But otherwise, yeah, if it wasn't a movie that was, eh, people didn't really care too much about. Yeah, right, they would right, still. Right. Yeah, you could do so, that. Fond so. memories of the theaters going. It was bye-bye, fun. It was fun. But yeah, and, yeah. I hope. I hope the it doesn't come to an end. My daughter loves going to the movies. I hope there's a renaissance know? of some kind with movie theaters. Yeah, because I still think there will be Here, a medium for them. Here's but, part of the problem, though, too, uh, Jason. Is yeah, that um, yeah. I, I think with a lot of these theaters, they're running into they they don't have the good movies to put in there because we saw nope. what happened with Maverick. Yeah, uh, yeah. Top Gun Maverick. That yeah. thing. I mean, <clears throat> yes, you, we did get in to see it in the theater, but as far as as uh, post COVID, that thing kicked butt. It did. You know, post pandemic, yeah. that thing kicked butt, and people went to the theater to see it, and it was a good story. People liked it. They got to produce good yeah. content, and people will go. Still, they I will. Think. Yeah. Now, and obviously, we haven't mentioned the most glaring reason as to why a lot of people are shying away from movies as well is the price. It does cost mm. a lot to take a family of three or four to a movie because now you're paying upwards of close to $60, $65 if you want to go in and see a high-quality movie. So price yeah. is still a major detractor for a lot of people. The major snacks, deterrent. yeah, just wear those. Yeah, get a big yeah. purse, wear those big baggy pants and, and right, exactly. fill, fill it full of snacks. And, That's why and I wear water. cargo shorts. <laughs> Slip my M&Ms in one of them. You know, right would there. they ever kick you out? Have you ever got kicked out for, for uh, bringing food in? I have never been kicked out of a movie theater for bringing outside food in. Really? Never. But have you ever been like busted per se? Like has anybody said, hey, what, where'd you get that? You know, anybody The only ever? time I got busted was when my buddies and I brought some beach balls in when we saw Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. <laughs> and we blew up some beach balls and we were tossing them Uh-oh, around. that was you guys, huh? That, that was us. That's yeah, that, that was me, Tommy, and Nick. Tommy and Nick, if you're listening, fond memories, my oh, friends. Oh, man, that's, that's <laughs> cool. That's cool. Yep. Yeah. Well, hey, guys. That's, Already? Yeah, can you believe it? Wow. Uh, yeah. We still had a couple of things. We're gonna we're gonna talk next uh, next time. We're gonna talk about the Stranger Things house. Oh, would That's you want to move one, right? in that house? I don't know. Maybe, maybe. if the price is right. And uh, we're gonna talk a little Brendan Fraser. So yeah, but stay tuned. The only way you can listen to that is if you download the cast, listen to us, leave us some comments, and what else, Eric? That's right. Leave us a, a review. A review. That's yeah, right. five stars. Forgot That's a number that. of stars. Always leave a great review. It helps out the show. So yes, we it do does. appreciate it. Yep. All right, guys. Hey, until next time. Talk to you later. God bless.
Hey, thank you so much for listening. Now, I want you to go check out one of the other best podcasts around. It's called the No Focus Radio Hour. It has comedy and insight from the greatest minds in the know. And how do I know? Well, because I'm part of that great show also. So please go check it out. It's available on all your podcasting apps. The No Focus Radio Hour.